Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest Here. Today's quest is Magical Fury. Uh, <laughs> this is like episode four, I believe, of our Magical Fury campaign. Uh, we've had about a month-long break due to Ellery being on a cruise and Ellery being in Sydney and me fucking up organization one week. Uh, but we're oh. back and we're ready. <laughs> we're ready to be magical girls and magical things happen. Uh, so why don't we start by having our, uh, having people introduce themselves, starting with... I'm Ellery. I'm playing Heather, who's the Kintsugi-based magical girl. She's um, a, a, a westerner uh, with brown hair and green eyes um, and wearing currently... A school outfit made of flax or hemp or some similar <laughs> ridiculous material. Um, yeah, cool. It's as if a medieval villager tried to make a school uniform out of whatever natural fibres were on hand. Yeah. Um, I'm So On, also known as the Cat. Uh, my <laughs> magical girl is Hitsumoto Eri, um, the cubism artist uh yeah she's she's you know a regular school girl I guess does she have any distinguishing physical characteristics uh not really distinguishing she has black hair and dark eyes she is a Japanese teenager who is also a woman (laughs) yes More distinguished by the trinkets on your phone than... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hello, I am Sophie, or I can't remember what the other name was. So forth. So forth. There yes. we go. It was so something. Jokes that listeners were didn't <laughs> actually hear yeah, before we started recording. That. I mean, you should have. But yes, I should have recorded me outlining what people <laughs> needed to say when I started recording. Anyway, you edit that out, my right? character is Dorothy Hayashi, or Doto. I actually finally came up with a last name for her. Uh, she is a. She is also a typical Japanese schoolgirl. Uh, she has short brown hair, brown eyes, um, and she's she's quite short herself. Um, her powers are Art Nouveau style, so they're all twisty and natural looking. And, um, and she has a sweet vine whip. And she has a sweet... And I think a grass sword. Well, she has a... It's it's sort of a, a magical rod which she can turn into three different kinds of weapons or whatever weapon she can come up with, being the three main ones: a vine whip, a thorn sword, or a thorn dagger. I mean, I'm about it. It's my aesthetic. I'm yeah. Into that. Brilliant. All right. So when last we left, you guys were had, there was a party thrown to celebrate your driving away the soldiers that you had brought here. Uh, presents. <laughs> like, yay, they didn't get out of town, but down. Um, yay. Uh, we survived. And it kind of ended for you guys on a somber note as you... Uh, I made a friend. Yes, you did make a friend. 
You befriended an enemy. Who, who has themselves a very somber yes. note. They're very oh. sad, but I'm pretty happy. As they struggle with who they are now. I was killed and squished by an enemy. Uh, but you guys, you I know. killed and squished an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, you guys managed to secure some uh, rations and uh, some new clothes. Uh, and were given directions on how to get to the city uh, and you, oh, well, to the triple city which is the next largest next logical settlement to which is not to. the emerald city which is not the emerald city or the city of the ancient ones <laughs> or the first city of creators obs- obsession <laughs> yep. with not liking the uh, wizard of oz concept <laughs> yeah indeed <laughs> The Golden Highway, so named because it is flanked by wheat fields <laughs> and cornfields. So one might call it a killer brick. Well, yeah, just call it. Oh, it's not made of brick, it's made of dirt. But one could say. One could say and be wrong in saying, yes, that is true. One could call the sky uh, water. If it starts becoming musical, then it really will be the Wizard of Oz. Oh no, we'll sing Oliver, because that would be more fitting, surely. Uh, So, uh, yes, you guys have been travelling down this road. You take the road that uh, takes you to the main sort of highway that leads to the Triple City. Uh, It cuts the border between the kingdoms controlled by... Uh, Queen Ares uh, and the Confederacy of Aeon uh, as you approach uh, uh, as sort of a merchant highway Uh, and you know you you travel adjacent but not with uh, various merchants and pilgrims making their way to the triple city for whatever reason Uh, you hear you know, tales of the Triple City that it's, uh, the actual architecture of it all is pretty uniform, but it is divided into these three distinct districts, which are more separated by colour, as in the colour of the buildings, and, uh, and their cultural, their cultural differences than, like, actual distinct architecture. Mm. Uh, which, you know, would suggest that the city was built before these factions divided up, whatever. Uh, but yes, is there any, uh, things that you would investigate before arriving at the city, like by asking people questions? So we'll just go round starting with, Sophie, do you have any questions that you would have asked people about the city? Is there any interesting, like, stories or, like, rumours going about about the city? Uh, yes. So, apparently, um, a lot of... Everyone is anticipating that there'll be a lot of military forces there, especially from uh, Queen Ares. Her military will be bolstered because they'll be returning from uh, the location of the High Storm, which managed to fall in the Queen's territory. Uh this century or this age and so they expect uh, that uh, you know Queen Ares will be bringing her forces will be bringing in a lot of uh, humans earthlings 
So if there's a lot of Queen Ares's forces, the luminous forces of Queen Ares, luminous forces of Queen Ares, um, should we maybe disguise ourselves a bit Mm. better, particularly with Ira? Uh, I don't know how well known she is. It's true. Ira could change uh, her uniform. (laughs) But does she want to? She's probably been just wearing like a cloak. She doesn't want to give off that you're. Would anyone like me to give them some branding tattoos? Mm. (laughs) That went well last time. I'm good. Who was that? That got that? Was it you? Um, Yeah, it was you. You have. You have a nice bread. I'm gonna do an illusion of a bread. Ooh, that's that's more than illusion. <laughs> Oops. I think, I, I think I've gotten better at it. Well, yeah. She says, having not practiced it on a human being yet. Uh, so our disguises didn't work so well last time, but maybe there's other ways into the city, you know. Yeah, uh, to address properly. Kind of true. secret passages oh, or yeah. military uh, escape routes. Maybe Ira knows something. Um, not oh. the typical Friend trade. Of Ira. We. <laughs> <Friend> of Ira. <laughs> we could take. We could take uh, one of the f- country roads before we reach the sight lines of the city and uh, enter into um, the Confederacy of Aeons territory and that way enter in through their portion of the city. At the moment we're likely to be coming in through Queen Ares controlled part which could be bad for us. Yep. Uh, but it would be if you basically have to cross walk around the whole city to come in through uh, the Issian Triumvirate's uh, part of the city. I'm actually a little bit um, interested in the humans that they'd, they'd be bringing from the storm. Like, with a... Last time we tried to blend in with those people did not go so well. Yeah, but... Um, no, but what if we can help them? Like, they might probably just as well, confused that's what you're as talking we... about, okay. yeah. She's not going to try and blend in. No. Okay. No. <laughs> blend in well, with... that's fine, then. I'd blend in with the slaves and be taken to Marcus. I mean, those people are probably, like, more confused than we are right now about being here if they yes well they don't have a uh, yeah bird to tell them what to do it's true they don't have friendly soccer we could uh, probably help them but in terms of a secret entrance or nothing ira doesn't know of anything uh, yeah well that's fair enough could we I make sense just blow a hole in the wall why not yeah <laughs> miss mrs shatter things and yeah. we make them that sounds like you. Yeah, well, you know, I'm all for that, but it might <laughs> attract some attention. Mm-hmm. But providing we can go to ground quickly enough, it doesn't really matter, hey? You also, if you turn into your magical girl forms, you can leap great distances. That's true. Can the we only one that's tried distances. that is... <laughs> no, no, we all jump down from the Oh, thing. yeah, oh, that was great distance. And you... Well, technically, yeah, I just Heather, did, Heather did it first. I slid I down with vines <laughs> that I created. No jumping, it's fine. <laughs> Only Heather is alive. Heather's bow-guarding all the jump energies. <laughs> hey, I can slide down with my vines. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we can sneak in. <laughs> yeah, That's I true, actually, if there are any, like, plantation-type areas, or even if there's not, you can probably just grow some. Yeah. <laughs> make, the gra- make the grass 
particularly make vibrant. Make a make a, a grass ladder. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. We can just climb it. <laughs> Yeah. That makes sense, because we are travelling fugitives. We need pretty good disguises to get through, yeah. you know, normal city I mean, we gates. do have hoods. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know, if it works for the saccharides, why wouldn't it work have for us? a little. It's true. Also, no one has a really good description of you. It's just three human girls... That are creators. Like, yeah, I'm more worried about but, Ira at this point. But there, because... there's also not a lot of Earthlings wandering around. Like, our, yeah. our... well, we can give Ira a hood, especially since we don't have um, brands. Except for you. Except for you. <laughs> you have a brand. You have a sweet brand. I can give you a brand. It would be obvious to anyone that met you that you'd be a f- really either way that you're a first. Easy, but it's- I've yeah. done it before. Yeah. It uses a magic. If anybody, if anybody met you like uh, without you like having some kind of face coverings or anything, it would be obvious that even if you're not the creators They'll that everyone's searching for, you're first generation Earthlings because you don't have a pastel coloured skin. What if Heather made us masks? Look, let's just sneak in. Like, <laughs> we'll sneak in. Okay, sneak in works. But what do we do once we're in? Yeah, what are we doing again? It's just that this is the next it's logical the next step on the road. Yeah, this is this is the next place we have to travel through, and it's probably too big to go all the way go around. around. Yeah. yeah. So can't we have to go, go through over it. it. Can't go. Well, you could go around it, but it's like more useful it. to go through it because you could get more information. Mm. Um, it's just like tunnel into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I get out my Dungeoneering kit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, maybe we can pick up some information about the um, other captured people. Mm. Does anybody have any other questions as they are on the road? Um. Mm. Where will we be able to stay? Does, does anybody that um, from the city that we've, that from the township or Ira have any um, tax or connections in this city? One of the merchants, a, uh, uh, when you guys like stop for the evening near a... It's kind of a... It's a hamlet. It has a tavern, a mill, and, a, and two houses. Um, but as it is trade season, there's a lot of caravans and stuff that have gathered around this hamlet on the side of the road. Uh, and so, uh, as you stop there for in this hamlet for the night, one of the merchants, a pink-faced uh, man with um, reindeer-like horns, antlers, technically, because reindeers have antlers, not horns, uh, says to you, oh, well, you can always stay with, uh, with, with my family. I have a large estate. Uh, in in the in uh, in the holdings of the Confederacy, uh, right near right near the tip, uh, so you'd be able to gain access to all of the other territories uh, of the Triple City. Uh, we, we, my my family have always been kind to Earthlings. Uh, why why my nephew uh, is an Earthling? I know an earthling. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and my friend, and my nephew is an earth. 
<laughs> what? His nephews and Ertling. Uh, married him. I would assume. Right. <laughs> Just. Okay. <laughs> is that was that the problem? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so does that mean that his spouse is also an Ertling? It could be an adopted nephew. Sure. As well. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, this is. It also of... might be an instance of, you know, nephew. You know how sometimes you have people people you call uncles, but yep. there's no relation. Might yeah. be a nephew. Many of those. Like like Caesar's nephew. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, what was this merchant's name? Uh, his name is Katakar. Would you like to spell that? <laughs> K-A-T-A-C-A-R. Huh. Sure. That sounds right. Maybe an H after that second uh, A? Katakar. Instead of an R? No, we'll leave it with an R. Good point. Good point. You meant the third, it doesn't right? matter too much. Whatever. It'll be fine. I trust okay. you. Could be AHR. So I've got this plan for me. Let's just keep it simple. Whatever you need, whatever way you need to spell it so that you pronounce it that way. Katakar. Spell it phonetically. Honestly, um, I put a H instead of an R, but that's just me. So. That's fine. I don't mind. These guys go into the city by the official route, not attracting any attention to themselves. Yeah. We either. Sneak in, or when that fails, break in. Um, <laughs> when that fails. <laughs> when, when that fails. When. We then have an Your epic chase. Is amazing. Um, where we lose the people following us, and you know, head back to this place, mm-hmm. potentially breaking out, you know, several dozen other human prisoners, bringing them to like this mansion place. And then be like, Where yeah. Where have we gone to the mansion? This guy's mansion. Yeah, well, let's play play. <laughs> well, it's a holding. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... As he continues, he, he basically is... A, it's kind of like a, a, a hotel. He's going to yeah, charge sure. you to stay there. That's, right? that's okay. Oh, because fine. We turn up with several dozen, you know, <laughs> but like... It's, it's, it's friendly to Earthlings, earthlings is what he's saying. They're not going to deny like, you service. But you said you were, you were friendly to Earthlings. Like, yeah. is this a problem? We didn't, we didn't think it would be a problem. <laughs> and and then we go in our merry way. Um, sounds, sounds good. Ellery's just remembering to be daring, even mm. though that's for our other roleplay Sorry. game. <laughs> it's a good plan. It's a plan. It's a plan that takes into account that we are going to fail, yes. <laughs> Which is a way to be. Hmm. Alright. Honestly, I think they're just going to be winging it after we. Yeah. You know? Do the first step. The second step. Yeah. The first step of get up in the morning and head to the city, and we're like, ooh. So. Well, presumably we'd be getting up in the night. Um, Before we continue, though, Mm -hmm. how many days on the road have we been? Did I give you an amount of rations? No. Good. Uh, (laughs) It will say. By the time you arrive at the Triple City, you've been on the road for eight days, it'll be ten when you arrive. That's a long time. It is a long time. It's like it's like almost fifteen days or something you've been here. We've totally had, you know, this great bonding experience. We know how to camp now. Yeah. Um 
in that time... Your parents are getting ready to give up the search. <laughs> would mm. we be able to do That's some... a very short amount of time to give up a search. Mm. Well, your parents are Japanese parents and pragmatic. <laughs> Sorry, was it ten days? My ten days, you... Once you arrive at the city, it'll be ten. Okay. At the time of this Thank conversation you. at the hamlet, it's eight. Okay, I just want to know the total time. Yeah. Um, can we, in that time, do one or more comfort moves? Yes, go for it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, because I know I would like to do some more comforting of poor Ira. Mm-hmm. You just got to describe how you're comforting. Just lost her whole life's work because I was very rousing with my speech. <laughs> Gave her a new life's work. Good, good rouse. Good rouse. Mm. Um... But also, you know, we could do it to each other to remove some traumas and magic. Mm, you could. <laughs> just no, yeah. Just mentioning, yeah. you know, thinking <laughs> about it. Yeah. I mean, you just got to describe what you're doing. It requires yeah. a significant dedication of time. <laughs> so it's, you know, kind of a, if we're doing this, we're not marching situation. Or you're going slower. Which is fine. It's going to add like. Even I think that's. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 worth the time investment. Yeah. Um, because it's only going to be an extra couple of days at most. Because we are we are we are learning how to live outside a city. Your universe. Like we 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 are on the road, um, walking places. We are. Um, doing makeshift campsites and gathering food uh, and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that that can be you know. A bonding yeah. thing. Go for it. So, what? How are you going to comfort Ira? Oh man, I don't know. How do you? <laughs> mm, central conceit of the game. We've got to describe the things that I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Can I borrow some dice? No. No. I mean, you don't need them for this move, but yes. But for later. She may need them for later. I, I got through an entire run of base raiders recently where we didn't roll. <laughs> Um, so we're all just drinking and talking to one another. So it's like, oh, good, cool. Can't believe I didn't bring my dice. Yeah. I usually remember. I, I didn't need to bring mine because I'm the storyteller in this and I don't have to do shit. Well, oh, you man. do kind of, but not dice wise. Um. What is comforting? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, my last one. Oh, it's fine. Just been doing it. But so, um, the name of the movie is comfort. Yeah. But you only have to a significant investment of time in making someone, someone feel, feel better. better. Yeah. So it doesn't actually have to be like heaps involved. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So just, you know. It, I barely know Ira. I don't know what it could be. Feel better. It could be as simple as when you guys make camp like one night. Stop. You you know you do all of her camp actions for her rather than you know you set up her bedroll and she, you gather her wood. Well, <laughs> while you're thinking about that, thank you. I think <laughs> Hillary got that, you covered. Um, but Dottie and I are gonna have you know like debrief, kind of chat, gossip, talk about our feelings a lot, 
Um, you know. A girls' night. Yeah. Have a or fight. You two, you guys share like um, two of your. You guys share like a fear and. Uh, yeah, but we're pretty similar, and and um and probably there's there's more cultural overlap between us, and you're spending lots of time with sister Ira. sister from another nation yeah. state. Um and yeah, so that's that's going to be our comfort. Alright, cool. Uh, so what does it say for when you when you do that significant time? <clears throat> they can remove one trauma or magic, and they can also award you a point of hope if they wish. Would you like to award Heather a point of hope? Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Do you want to uh, erase a trauma or a magic? I'm going to erase a magic. I don't have any trauma. She, you were comforting. Oh yeah. You yeah, were yeah. comforting Dota. True. In that context. Because you described the scene. Her on all the muffins, but okay. That's fine. So, do you even have any? I don't, because I, oh. they reset. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Oh, well, still, you got to <laughs> hope. You got to hope. Yeah. So now yeah. you get to hope shift? I get to hope shift. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got one left again? to hope shift. Yeah. And then you can comfort. Um, yeah. I've arrived at the part of the blueberry muffin where it becomes difficult to eat. Lucky break gets you close um, to your goal. What, what trauma or magic shifts have you had again? Just remind me. What ones have you crossed off? Stop! Stop, Jin! Stop! No, you have pressed every button. <laughs> um... Like what specifically, or yeah, yeah, because uh, you cross the them off as you get them. Second one of magic shift, and the first one of trauma shift. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna go with you. You are able to heal someone else from removing points of magic and trauma, healing serious injury, or removing a single effect caused by a shift. But you are remarkably well off. <laughs> <laughs> she she took the good ones. I take it. Yeah. Um, I need like a fucking spoon now for my muffin. I'm gonna... I'm gonna tick that you find a new friend. Hmm. <laughs> um, and we'll see where that goes. Um, humanoid or animal? Um... You know whatever floats your boat? No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You are the DM. Fine. <laughs> Have, have it your way. Elsie's <laughs> <laughs> really making sure you have a job. So, yeah, my job is to ask the players questions and, okay. and set okay. up soft okay. moves. No, it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> it's fine, Elsie. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so, as you are settling in to sleep for the night, uh, you feel on one of your trips. After spending the evening decompressing with Doto, you're about to drift off to sleep and you feel something digging into your back, almost like somebody is uh, hitting you in the back. Huh. Uh, coming from under your bed, Ron, that was given to you in the nice city. Whoa! Or nice whoa, town you're whoa. in. Okay, I um, get up and investigate. What is this? Um, I'm feeling hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> you you pull back and there's like a small. You see some eyes in the darkness of the night. There's uh, there's some there's some kind of animal like has. You must have set your bedroll up on top of something's burrow. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. There, I say, not expecting any response and moving over slightly. Uh, and 
out comes kind of a uh, how to describe it kind of a furry uh, dog pangolin a dog what's it? pangolin it's uh, like a um, sand shrew sand slash sand the spikier one Sounds slash would be Yeah. Right. So it's got like these claws, it's kind of canine looking, and it's got um, three eyes. Um, two uh, eyes mounted to the side uh, of its head, uh, like, uh, like a horse would have, uh, and then one eye uh, pointing forward, like you'd expect on a predator, like a tiger or. Three eyes. Oh. Hello. I'm Did you say it was furry? It is furry. Furry. It's a dog pangolin, basically. And, and quite alarming, if I may say. <laughs> it's got big, big front claw thingies. I'm gonna draw the, draw the shit out of this. It's a tiny puppy badger mole. <gasps> is it like cute or threatening? Um, or it's like... at least as cute as a pit bull. Okay, so it's threatening. Hey, I like pit bulls and I think they're cute, especially when they have flower crowns. It's true. Mm. That would make them look less threatening. <laughs> pit bulls can look very You don't know the context uh, of this animal. It might be... It, it might be a fighting animal, it might not. Sure. Okay. Cool. Well, in the morning, I'll make it a flower crown and everything will be fine. <laughs> but yes, uh, it, it, it sort of sneaks out. I feel like I can do um, it. It sneaks out from its little burrow, and you see it kind of um, hop at first, and then after a few bounding hops, it breaks into like a galloping run as it scoots off into the long grass. Huh. Oh. Uh, and when you come back, it, and when you wake up in the morning, um, it is not in its burrow, it is laying on the foot of your bedroll. Aww. And you have made a friend. Uh, and, it, and, it's, and it follows you when you guys break camp. Um, it appears that this animal is determined to travel with you. Aww, it's so cute! Oh, yes! You gotta give it a so, name. Yeah, you will have to give it a name. We'll have to give it a name. Uh, do you ask anyone what this animal is called? Yeah, I'm gonna ask Saka in the morning, like, huh. Oh, it's a prairie hound. Prairie hound. Prairie. And what noise does it make? What, like, does it yap or bark? Um, the noise that you heard it make was kind of a cooing, sort of squeaking noise, very soft. You haven't heard it make any kind of loud noise yet. Okay, I I would like to make it some sort of Art Nouveau-ish weave collar. <laughs> Perfect. Top notch. Yeah. Or if you haven't done the flower crown, I can do it. That would be perfect. I and I think it. we will, I'll name it Koo, like C-O-U-P. Um. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the Duke. <laughs> um. And the Duke and the Captain and the Assassin. Cool. We will see where that goes. Cool. Well, yeah, now I'm going to be describing it in that context. I'm going to be like, hmm, 
Um, he takes three gold <laughs> from your enemies. Yes! Uh, if you want, you can switch your your magical girl with one of the one of the characters from the middle of the table. Uh, so, um, who else wants to do it? Take a comfort action. That was the all the results from Ellery's one. Take a comfort action. Who needs? Who, who needs are you gonna comfort? Comfort removes trauma and magic, right? Yes, yeah, so it lets them ch choose to remove a trauma or a magic, and if they want, they can give you a hope. What do you guys have? I only have one magic, but I'm feeling pretty traumatized. <laughs> I will. Hey. hey. Well, considering that Heather has comforted me, I'm going to comfort back. So, what do you do? Heather's got this prairie dog thing now. Oh, you make yeah. it a um. Thing. Okay, my my comfort move is going to be that I'm going to welcome Heather's new pet friend. Yeah, you're going to spend the day playing with Koo as you're and on the road. Making it a flower crown with my magic. So that it looks cute. Prairie hound, distinct from a prairie dog, which is like a small rodent. Do I need to use a magic to create this flower crown, or...? No, that's fine. And, um... Uh, so... You get to remove a magic, I suppose. Cheers. Um... Do you want to give Sophie a hope? I, I will give Sophie a hope. So do you get a hope? Does that give you a hope shift? I'm very appreciative. Yes! Alright. Pick off a hope shift thing. Don't forget to tick the boxes. You didn't... Did you tick? Yes, you this did. This will be it's my first hope shift. Mm. Make a new friend. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody has a new friend. Has friend. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to do it. Now. I would like two friends. <laughs> Everybody's got Saka at least. So. Well, I don't know if Saka <laughs> likes me still. Like Saka, Saka is bound by honor to protect you. Yeah, he so he probably doesn't us. like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a mission from God. Really? <laughs> Who knows? Not us. He was just like, go to this place. We were like, okay. Yes. Why wouldn't we trust the talking bird with 12 wings and 6 eyes? Maybe he secretly is evil Maybe and all of these is. armies are just trying to save us. Evil all along. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie was right. <laughs> that would be the uh oh, we'd never hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like when somebody like uh stabs you in the back <laughs> right at the end of a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Just as an example. <laughs> Just casually. You know. Well that one would be useless because I have no magic or trauma. <laughs> And it affects me. Which one sounds the coolest to you? Well, to be honest, you find a new friend that sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... The only reason I can think that you wouldn't pick that right now is because you will be 
you might want to use it later when you're in a cooler setting. Like at the moment, you're just like out in the field. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't want to pick. I don't want. Like, but by all means, do you? I mean, it sounds super cool, so I don't. You might get a, another dog. I'll wait. I'll wait um, for that. What about you? Do you have any trauma or magic shifts uh, which are you know a bit intense? A lucky break gets you closer to your goal. Huh. Actually, do we actually have a... Yes, you do have a goal. You have to get out of here. Yes. Um, I'm going to take that. So, there's a bit of a conflict one evening. Uh, some bandits ride up and they say, uh, you know, we're from the Confederacy of Aeon, we've come to collect a tax on trade. A bunch of the merchants are like, well, we don't recognize your authority, things escalate. Do you guys transform? Or do you try to de-escalate without transforming? I mean, when have we ever de-escalated without <laughs> So you guys transform uh, and they immediately yeah, run away. <laughs> uh, but they leave behind a uh, good satchel and in it is uh, various collections of halogen uh, <laughs> that's weird which is a, which is a little manga that's made in the triple city uh, no, uh, they leave behind a satchel that has various um, books and scrolls in it uh, and uh, Saka points out that some of them seem to be related to uh, the city, the city of the creators, uh, but he doesn't, um, but you can't read it. It's the first time you've, you've always been able to understand what everyone's saying, and then you look at this book and you can't seem to read uh, what it says, so it would take some effort to decipher, but there you go. You have books about the city. Cool. Can I read it? She's done some study on the thing. Sure. The people. I'll ask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't seem to be able to read it. You you do manage to work out that there's a word on here, a, a phrase, a symbol that seems to mean. Does it mean husband? Seems to refer to the city. Husband. Because uh, that's the one word I remember from this language. It actually kind of looks like a, um, it almost looks like a pictogram um, of, uh, it's, it's uh, lots of swirling lines, um, but when you l sort of look at it the right way, it actually looks like a city with lots of spires rising up out of it. Um, it's not a map. No, it's not a map. It's, it's just, just a symbol. It's a glyph. Ah. I'm sure these will become really useful Probably. once we get to the city. I mean, we b might have to do. Um, Maybe there'll be like a puzzle. Ritual. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> gonna have a puzzle <laughs> that needed these books, but now you have duh. these books, so there will be um, such a thing. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Activate the portal me, back home, like, etc. Was it just? Who actually attacked us and missed that? Uh, bandits people? claiming to be from the Confederacy there. Oh, okay. Uh, they didn't exactly look official. Uh, and what about uh, you? Do you have any mm. comfort? 
There you go, comfort IRL, which is how this whole thing started. This whole thing started. Um, okay, so I really don't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I could spend the evening like trying to get to know yeah. her. Yes, yeah. which is... <laughs> right. I feel that would be kind of distracting. And Okay. Uh, so she starts off by telling you how she came from a middle family uh, in... Uh, Queen Aerys, uh lands and kingdom and that um, from a young age she had an affinity for fighting. She got into a lot of fights as a kid. Uh, she got noticed by uh, the Academy for uh, Academy for uh, hmm, how, did it, how to phrase this uh, the Academy for Violent Youth there we go. That'll work. <laughs> uh, which is uh, That's a very well-respected organisation. Which is a third uh, kind of um, VY Academy. Kind of like a um, kind of like how various charity organisations are like th- three points removed from an actual religious organisation. This is like three points removed from the Queen and is a uh, charity initiative to take troubled and violent youths from the streets of uh, Queen Aerys' kingdoms and turn them into uh, bright uh, warriors of the future. And so take their, take their violent tendencies and put them into something positive, like killing the enemies of Queen Aerys. And that's where, and that's where Ira got her start. Um, do you ask her about her hobbies and interests Violent. beyond sword fighting? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, sword fighting, hey? When, I know nothing about that. When she was a kid, she had a somewhat deviant hobby of drawing. <gasps> no. Gasp. But, uh, but her parents broke her of it very quickly. I, I want to attempt to unbreak her of that. But it's forbidden. Yeah, but you're with Look. us. We're already blasphemer. <laughs> you might as well blaspheme her. Look, it doesn't. If you if you if you sin once or a thousand times, you're going to hell. Why not? Why not go to hell with a high score? She's got a point. Commit all the sins. We'll provide peer pressure. Um. <laughs> yeah, we, we provide peer pressure to yeah. be a deviant. You open the item manual and, uh, <laughs> menu and you apply the deviant, uh, the deviant uh, peer pressure. And I bring out my sketchbook, <laughs> which is like a menu. <laughs> Look at all these deviant works. Be like, okay. now you try. She, she, she's, she's real bad. That doesn't matter. But she, she kind of draws a... We all start really bad, trust me. Kind of a weird, abstract... I started off with stick figures. ...shape. There's various lines in directions that apparently are appeasing... A please... A, a please... A appealing? Please, appealing! What the fuck was I trying to say? Appealing and pleasing. Yeah, apparently. They're appealing. Appealing to her. You can make up your mind what you wanted to do. I just kept getting stuck. Just kept running into that... Uh... Yeah. Uh, find a hobby first. There you go. Okay, we're going to start an art school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're not going to try and get home? No, screw getting home. Screw these, getting these home. People need to get some art in them or something. Get <laughs> some art in them. Get some art up in your cunt. Huh? Then there'll be more creators exactly. in the world. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder whether it's because we're from Earth or whether anybody can do this and that's why it's so, you know, so forbidden. What happens if you treat Jaira to draw and then, and then she, she can starts... do the same stuff that we can? And then, yeah. Let's find out. Could be. I mean, not all of the earthlings that come through uh, have created magic either. Yeah, no, but, but not, not everyone is artistic. But, but not everybody is encouraged <laughs> to be artistic, yes. <laughs> Not everyone is allowed to be artistic. <laughs> is your child artistic? Vaccines cause autism. Vaccines do cause autism. So, yeah, because they allow your child to live long enough to, uh, learn. to learn, you know, <laughs> hobbies and have interests. So, uh,. Any other comfort actions anyone wants to take? Does anybody want to try and comfort? So I remove a trauma from mm. her? Yes. Remove she removes a trauma. She did take some damage. She, she did take some damage, did. but I'd already, like, erased. That's because I did a comfort action on her before. Ah, there we go. So That's probably why I did it. Anyway, she is more comforted and is more... She is less trauma. She's more comfortable, like, around you guys and is starting to kind of find her place in your group. Cool. Starting to fit into your Does click. Does she give me a hope? No. 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 <laughs> sure, have a hope. Why not? Cool. I'd like to make a friend. I'd like her to be my friend. <laughs> okay. Fine. Tick that off. Have it. Go for it. Waste it. I'm all about it. She's now officially your friend. That's not a waste. Well, she's all, the, the reason it's a waste is she was already, already a friend. friend. Yeah. Like, I'm going to mechanically insure it <laughs> by wasting well, this thing I can never get back. She's already swapped sides once. <laughs> yeah, actually. You're not wrong. You're it's really on my sure. character sheet. She's my friend now. I'm hoping that she's your, your friend. Hey, look, Lorelai was my friend too. <laughs> look, Sarkin can still betray us at the end. That's but, true. But it's not going to happen with her. Go for it. You We're do you. Emergent <laughs> play. We need her to be our friend. You're locking it in. You're, you're making me doubt myself. Why would you do that? <laughs> do it. Do it, Are you locking it in, Does Eddie? actually give me a heart plague? I'm pretty sure sh- that you can't even use a comfort action on an NPC. Can you? Does it say use it on another I mean, girl? Making someone. Making someone. Oh well, yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, sure. but you're just talking about trauma and magic, and nobody except magical girls has trauma and magic. Indeed. Okay. Well, so I think she probably can't give you a hope. That's fine. I can't make her my friend. <laughs> I can only force her through. Rousing Look, speeches. we're not actually playing coup. I'm not going to betray you every five seconds. Um, it's okay. It makes me feel better to do, know that I tried. You do you. Anybody else? Does anyone want to comfort? Um, hang on. It's on my sheet here. No, I, I can. Eric. 
No. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Ira's comforting Airy. Kind of. What do you do? I guess. No, Ira can't take the comfort action. Yeah. She's an MBC. See, she does what she wants. She's busy. She can do She's it. busy dealing Learning with her draw. midlife crisis. <laughs> How old is she? Old. Old as balls. No, she's like 30. You have befriended an adult. Yes. Really old compared to you, school children. Twice as old as us. Old enough that you, if this was a woman in the real world, I'd be questioning her motives <laughs> for hanging out with you. It's a bit suspicious. 30-year-old women, ha- women hanging out with 17-year-old girls. What's going on? This is a different world. It's all in a lab. It's a different that world. sort of thing as we know as to be. It's all the reason is I tried real hard. And we know that she's em- emotionally stunted, so. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. You've got to teach her to feel. Uh, in friend, the rain. It's not, not a waste. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anybody else have any comfort actions they want to take before you arrive at the city? I think we're good. We're good? Yeah, we're good. Alright. Uh, I'm going to try and like keep looking at these books. Mm-hmm. See if I see anything that I. Do I you want to ask Saka or Ira to help you? I will ask Saka and try to be better friends with Saka, seeing as I hurt his. Try to comfort Saka and his broken wings. <laughs> uh, so, um, there are two large books, and Saka says the short. The, the, the language used for the titles is different to the language used for the actual pages of these books. So, the titles are written in the uh, short script, meaning to describe four short sentences. And the book, the actual contents of the books are written in the long script for conveying long strings of information. I don't know long script, but I know short script because people use it on signs and things like that. Oh, okay. uh, so the title of this book uh, seems to be. Um, this is a very old character that I haven't. That people don't really use that character anymore. Um, what is that word? Uh, I guess that this is called. Uh, Homes of the City Builders. It seems to be about all of the ruins around... What was the name of this planet? I gave it to you, Sophie. Poitea? Poitea, yeah. Yeah, it it seems to talk about all of the ruins of the creators scattered around Poitea. Now, this is the first time you guys have heard Poitea. You don't really know what that word means. Uh, this other book, P O I, and then some other words. P O I T E A, I think is how. Yes, it, the last part of the word is spelt like T. Poiti. Well, because that T E A sound is from Galatea, and apparently, yeah, that makes that noise, even though it's T. Like your name. <laughs> I believe Your magical uh, her magical, magical name, name is spelt another variant of Galatea. Isn't your actual magical name Galatia? Galatia. Yes. I don't know. 
Um, I so, I think that's just an alternate pronunciation of yeah. the same word. What am I? A linguist? No, the linguist is at the other end of the table. <laughs> I was um, going to say. So, yeah, and the other book um, hmm, just says the title is The People of the City. As in the city? Yes, the city. The Emerald City? No, it just says the city. I say, yeah. being a shitlord. Yeah, it's good. Not much. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, reading, trying to re-look at the book and do this on the side. When you, when you tease your friend just right. <laughs> Was that a comfort yes. action? Or? In, the, in the book of the homes of the city builders, the, mm-hmm. there's probably lots of pictures of these homes or ruins or whatever. Um, there are a few... Actually, there aren't any sketches. Oh. Because oh. that would be to create. Wait, yeah, that... Just uh, there are, there are, there, there, yeah, and the long script which no one around you can read. Yeah. What was the name of the second book, sorry? The second book was people The People of the, of the City. So the first one was <laughs> The Homes of the City Builders, I think it was called. Yeah, it's interesting. But because they can't have pictures, they must have a, a way of um, describing like noun phrases with incredible detail. Like hence long script. Long script. Very yeah. long. Well, script. so it would appear that short script um, cheats because a lot of the short script words look like physical depictions of things. Like, Ooh. so you know, oh, and it's a word. It's a letter. It just happened. Like how a like how the word bed looks like a bed in English. You ever thought about that before? No. Apparently, Ellery's never th- thought about the <laughs> fact that bed looks looks I like a bed. Also, when you write it in lowercase. I also <laughs> never <laughs> picture it in your it, mind. It didn't oh. occur to me as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but like, there's no feet on the bed. It's just got. Yeah, okay, something. I mean, not all beds have. So feet, think of I guess. a bed with like a uh, one of those double mattress ones that's just like underneath the mattress a, and a top a, um, mattress with a. It's called a bed base. Yeah. Bed base. Bed base. Uh, yeah. So a lot of the cool. short script words almost yeah. look like the things that they are describing, which makes it easy to learn how to read it because you don't have to be fully literate. Sure. Like, oh yeah, that looks like a food item. This is probably a restaurant. Oh no, it's a butcher. Close enough. Sure. Alright. Let's head to the Triple City. Brilliant. Uh, so you break off from... You're going to do the come round and enter through Confederacy of Aeon, right? Oh, we're sneaking in. We're sneaking in. <laughs> you're just going to walk straight up to the wall? That, that's doable too. I think... Under cover of night. Under the cover of darkness. We attempt to jump and such will climb over the wall. Yeah. And if that doesn't work for whatever reason, we just break through. Alright, so you you guys wait until midday to set off on your on your on your on your tenth ladder railing. (laughs) On your tenth day. You can both have a go and then when somebody 
fails, it's okay. <laughs> On your tenth day of trekking to the Triple City, you guys uh, set off a bit later so that you will arrive at the Triple City after dark. Yep. Uh, and you just walk... And surrounding the Triple City uh, is grassland. Um, what color? It is golden. Oh. Ooh, I feel like we've had gold grass, but we have. It is wheat adjacent, I believe. Gold grass. No, wheat grass is different. Oh, good. There's... The wheat grass is the chewing grass. Gold grass has no function. Ah, there you go. It's just gold. It's just gold for raisins. Pretty. Uh, it could be used as a fibre, perhaps. The yellow dirt. There right. must be a reason to just let it grow. It could just be they let it grow out around the city so that they have color the clear line of sight around. Yeah. In case one of any of the three kingdoms decides to march, everyone should be able to see it. Reasonable. Uh, uh, but in front of you is this... 50 foot high wall it's very thick at its base it actually looks like it has been built and rebuilt multiple times you can see like whole sections have been replaced with completely different building materials um, around the gates is uh, like a, the gates seem to be adobe and wood so, and they also look a lot newer and more recent um, and there's a few large lengths of stone, there's rough packed stone and actual cut and measured stone. Um, yeah, and you can this see, you can make out via the moon's lights, uh, different, uh, there were two moons. <laughs> different colours of, uh, the city, um, Queen Airy City seems to be have a lot of uh, reds and blues. Uh, the Confederacy of Iran has a lot of um, many, 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 many shades of uh, greys and blacks. Almost like a city of storm clouds. Uh, and you can just make out the uh, yellow, white, and green of the uh, Triumvirates district. Mm. And uh, the walls look similar kind of all the way yeah. around the city? Yeah, they're all these yeah. kinds of, every section is uh, rebuilt and different. Sorry? Oh, sorry. Uh, was this, did you say yellow and... Yellow, white and green for the Triumvirate. Okay. And uh, there are... Um, Probably the three colours of the whoever the three people of the Triumvirate are. Uh, and can we see, like, watchmen or patrols up on the walls? Uh, you see lights on the walls, but it looks like there's actual watchtowers as opposed to, you can't, no one's, their walls aren't consistent enough to walk along. Uh, so they just have watchtowers. Some of the watchtowers are in front of the wall and some are behind. Some are actually built into it, depending on the quality of the wall section they're near. Yep. But they're spaced out pretty far. Uh, they've gone... The towers are taller than they are numerous. Yep. So, like, they've gone for, let's have massive sight lines rather than heaps and heaps of towers. It's 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 for armies, not It's just to ninjas. spot if anyone decides to fucking <laughs> <Not> invade. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
not not ninja magical girls. Anyone that is like yeah, trying if, to jump up. I don't expect three three <laughs> wizards to fucking climb the wall. Most most thieves would just walk in the front door. Like the gates are open most of the time. Right, can we leap fifty feet? Directly upwards. I don't see why you couldn't if you were in your magical girl forms, but like your magical forms are real. Your transformation sequences are showy. Like, oh. They'll just see like a light display yeah, across yeah, the fucking. I described my form with blue light. The way they yeah, like they'll notice you transforming. So if we transform. There'll be there'll be Asian oh, yeah. pop music playing as she transforms. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Oh, we'll, we'll carry you and jump. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna carry Ira anyway. <laughs> oh, it's like it's not movie. the three magical girls we've been told to look out for. <laughs> it's. Two magical girls and their captives, they're fine. <laughs> just just let them through. <laughs> Clearly, the wrong magical girls. Uh, you guys are fine. Oh man. Uh, but is there like cover anywhere? Because Not really. Um not enough. Is there a tent? But we can use we can... You, you can you yeah, I guess you can transform in your sleeping bags. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want yeah. to see you change. It's like, give me a minute. I just have to... No. Um, it's like trying yeah. to hide an atomic blast, basically. Oh. Like, you guys go off. We can use, we can use our, our magic when we're not transformed. So yes. why don't we give the vines or the stairs yeah. a go? Um, well, as I- the person who has uh, less points in magic than me, uh, vines... <laughs> Vines would be great. Vines are good. Go for it. Vine so, Magic. sorcery. Magical sorcery. Vines. Oh, coffee. 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 <laughs> coffee from Boston. I'm going to inject some coffee right into this brisket. <laughs> Why? Who gives a shit? <laughs> okay. I, hold on. I have to take this right off. It's going to add some more flavor. It's hindering my roll. Rich coffee taste. Oh, That's man. not ideal. It's not ideal. Is that two twos? <laughs> oh, your magic does something <laughs> unexpected and harmful. Awful. And you take one magic just for trying. You take a magic for trying. <laughs> oh, so rough. Unexpected and harmful. Well, shit. They they have thorns. <laughs> Uh, no, don't worry, I got it. Oh, I'm not climbing that. <laughs> so, you see a little weed growing near the bottom of the uh, wall, and you're gonna, and you start to use that as your basis as you pump your magic into it, uh, and it starts to grow up as a vine, and then, like, seed pods start growing off of it, and they look like uh, oversized spiky mangoes. Oh, um, They look very... What are the oversized spiky mangoes? Saka, uh, Saka and Ira start making away, uh, and Saka just takes away and he's like, Run! Run! I'd like to run. I would also like to run. You don't need to roll run away. <laughs> run away. Do you also run, Heather? 
Um, thinking about <laughs> it, but yeah, yeah, we did. Magic up a rock. Uh, what part of the wall did you guys look for? Oh my god, are we going to explode the wall? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exactly like us. Unintentional. Is it one of the like patchwork adobe parts? Is it one of the um, strong cut stone parts? I'm really happy for um, uh, Dottie to choose, considering she was. Again, the just describe the wall. Um, They're all in various states of construction. It's like it's a a big. Uh, I'm. Mm. So we would have just gone to somewhere that was like looked the least like it had. Like it, it had people. some sort of cover, like. Um, yeah, so not necessarily the weakest part of the wall, yeah. but the um, but the the least noticed. Yes. Uh, so there's not, one, not near one of the towers. One of the sturdy stone sections uh, ha- doesn't have has watchtowers at its extremes. Uh, Maybe the very centre between the two towers. Uh, And then it's flanked by really run-down sections, so there's not a lot of people near there. Yeah. Uh, And, yes, you hear a pop, followed by several other pops as you're running away. It sounds like uh, balloons bursting. And as you guys look back, you see this... Uh, purple, sticky, bubbling, foaming syrup melting away the stone. Well, I mean, that's one way to do it, I guess. Uh, And you see the mortar between the bits of stone dissolve faster and, like, whole blocks of the wall just fall out and crumble. Uh, And it starts to make a loud crumbling, building falling down noise. Sucker. What was that? Can I try and stop that? Go but... for it. Do, yeah, describe how you try to stop it. Um, I'd like to ask of what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, so is the... Is it all, like, the goop stuff, like, spreading yeah, the, now? No, 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 the goop just sort of has... Just... It, it's exploded over it. It's not spreading any further, thankfully. Okay. Uh, but it's starting to foam because it's a chemical reaction. Yeah. It's dissolving the mortar faster than the stone, because the mortar is obviously... Oh, we could freeze it Dali style. You know, just the dripping. <laughs> <laughs> Should have taken uh, a surrealist. <laughs> I think it would have just dripped slower. I mean... We thought we could work with that. Um, no, I'd like to try and... So, you know, conveniently, these are probably already cubes. No, it's true. <laughs> it is easy to make stone walls out of cubes. Uh, yeah, so essentially what I'd just like to be doing is attempting to reinforce the uh, the stonework with more cubes. <laughs> just make it more you so try it doesn't to, all fall you down. Try to incre- uh, increase <laughs> the surface area Q-bar. and friction of the cube wall. Yes, and just make it so that it, if I make the if I make the cubes if I make the cubes more yeah. cube, they won't be able to slide past each other. You know how they have like those those arches which are just kind of like um, held up. By They're the held up by the pressure of the bricks around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. try and do something like. Go for it. I don't fail my roll and just so make it all So it looks like a natural entrance to the... 
It deals harm. A tornado of stones. <laughs> well, let's just leave. Let's just... <laughs> A new patch of ball. This is our distraction. Yeah, we're <laughs> we meant to do this. You guys have a new entrance. <laughs> I hope you like it. Uh, eight. Eight. So that what is. I mean, you take a magic either way. Yes. Um, sorcery eight. Your magic accomplishes more or less what you intended, but it's off in some way or has some kind of side effect. Uh, so it turns from a crumbling building sound into a shifting glacier sound as the stone uh, grate against one another and slide to a stop and you can see a small sliver of a passage through. Uh, how long that passage will remain, you know not. Let's go. Let's, let's just go. Hang on, what are those? <laughs> as we are. As you're <coughs> running, uh, and Doto is shouting, Saka, what were those things? What were those plants? Because <laughs> I did hear Sophie ask that earlier. <laughs> Um, they, uh, they're, they're called tangy, fr- tangy fruits, but I've never seen them that large. It's kind of a joke, funny name from oh. the rural areas. They're very tangy. Oh, boy, howdy. Sucker <laughs> <laughs> flies through the whole wings of flutter. Tangy fruits. Explosives. More acidic than explosive. Spiky mango shaped fruit that explodes. Wait, I already said explosive. Mm, they are. They do pop. That pop. Then they are big enough. Cool. Do we make it through? You do just make it through. Is there any of those spiky fruits, uh, spiky ones, like? Do you stop to look around before you run through? All right. No, I pull her. (laughs) She stops and I grab her, and I'm like, I don't know how long this is gonna last. (laughs) Would you like to resist being pulled through? I think that's a help someone maneuver. That is a help someone maneuver. Have a go. (laughs) Because you can make it worse. Oh, are you? Five, six, seven, eight. Nice. Oh Brief. Uh, you get pulled through, uh, and just as you pull through, the arch collapses. Uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining if I'd been trapped on the other side. I didn't really want to make you guys roll to like get through quickly. So it was like, well, if any of them decide to stop, <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the the that'll be my move triggered. Yeah. If you have to grow another one, but not so big, and like, and like, you know, I think that your magic is innately harmful. Hey, look, it's not her fault that there are violent, hyperacidic fruit in this world. I'm just saying that every time you've attempted to do something with your magic, it's harmed something. So maybe we should keep that in mind when moving forward. It's just. But it's happened so often that I yeah. feel like it just seems like her magic just wants to kill things. I mean I've changed magic for twice now. <laughs> Clearly I'm very indecisive Hey about look, I think this magic is working well for you. Volatile magic. Did it or did it not get you into the city? As you hear bells ringing. <laughs> Uh, and hordes bearing and drums. Uh, we should run. We should run. We should run. We should run. Where are you running? Away. There's a that you could. There's a road. 
that runs around the uh, inside of the wall, and there's a road right in front of you. Have you guys been here before? Hey, Ira, where do they keep the human prisoners? I've not been to this part of the city before. Okay, we, I think just we should get cover first before You we notice all the buildings around you are grey. Okay, so we're in the Aeon part. Yes, yes. Forward? Yes. Um, yes. Forward, left, or right, basically. Uh, Forward. 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 Yes. Forward. You know that the districts meet in the middle, yeah. uh, like a three-piece pizza. And we don't want to be near the, all the watchtowers and on the, the wall. And the place that we so were told about was in Near the, the point, near which the point, means so. the tip of yeah. one of... Near the tip, he actually said. Near the tip, the top, top Just tip. the tip. Just the tip of the city. Um, so the dump of the city? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so you run forward uh, and you come to a three-point intersection, like a Y intersection. Do you want to... Which way do you want to go? To the... Is there another forward? Uh, there is another forward. Well, let's go forward then. Yes. Uh, yep, yeah, alright. We... And I think we should be guided by, you know, the lights of the different parts of the... Mm city because uh, as you're as you're just running uh, at a brisk pace down the street it's it's uh, it starts to become a bit more crowded there's more people out I mean it is the evening um, but there's no stop running there are stop. there are no streets on the left side of you it's just constant building like they're not all the same building but um, they're all right up against one another almost like these buildings serve as a wall between the districts so you're right near the edge with Queen Aries. Cool. Okay. Well, I mean, this is kind of where we want to be. Yep, perfect. So, we'll just follow the edge, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perceiving along the way. Casually walking mm-hmm. in the crowds. Mm-hmm. I put my hood up. <laughs> yeah, hood's up. <laughs> we're, we're that badass. <laughs> In the collar. Ow, uh, you find a you find a group of you find a group of monks colored. to blend in with. <laughs> oh wow, cool! Suddenly this is. Uh, I just like to sit on this bench for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I jump into a hay bale. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's only about as uncomfortable as your schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah, How itchy is that? Incredibly. <laughs> the flats underwear was not a good choice. <laughs> Um, you, uh, the only, like, shops or anything that seem to be open are, um, like, uh, the, the, they're, they're kind of like what we would call takeaway places. I'm going to use the Roman word, Thermopylae. Thermopylae. Which is a... I would like to thermopylae. A restaurant that uses, like, olive oil to cook. They were in Pompeii. They basically fucking... Nobody had kitchens in Pompeii. Everybody ate takeaway. Huh. Cool. <laughs> uh, but they use olive oil as a cooking fuel rather than, like, a lubricant for your food. So it doesn't stick to your pan. It's a weird thing. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of, lot of like little hole in the wall food places serving all kinds of things and people buying beer off the street and you know glasses of wine, quote unquote. Um, and you are start to get closer and closer to the centre of the city uh, and uh, the road underneath you is kind of 
worn cobblestone covered with sand. Uh, and then you cross, uh, you actually, um, hear Ira's boot, uh, make a metal on metal sound as you step across this iron ring that, it just looks like a curving iron insert into the ground, but as you look you see that it, like, extends under a building and then, like, goes along a road to your, uh, left and like it just continues you get the impression that this iron ring goes all around the center of the city mm, just knocking the center of the city or hey jim um ira kind of like shrugs yeah, it's sort of like always been there yeah cool hmm. it almost it looks like it's kind of similar the way the metal looks to a uh, like a rail line rail, but there's only like one. Monorail. <laughs> I mean, they did make. A, have you ever seen? Uh, I doubt that you have, but has, has every episode. If you've, just if you've seen the first monorail ever made, that thing is terrifying. They like took a like um, like a trolley car like the kind that they have in San Francisco or whatever, and made it into like a fucking unicycle. <laughs> it looks like it is about to fall over at every instant. It's so high up on the rail that it's sitting. And it's just, it is a rail on the ground like you would expect from a train. It's the fucking dumbest looking vehicle I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not surprised that monorails didn't become popular <laughs> at the time. It constantly looks like it's falling. But lucky they're really popular now. Yeah, because we see them everywhere. Yes. Uh, but yes, you guys seem to be arriving at the middle of the city. It looks like, um, yeah, this is almost an open-ish square. Um, and the only thing demarking the area, the district, are the colours of different houses. You actually see one large kind of um, drinking establishment right in the middle of the city that is divided by colour. It's got one grey side, one red side, and one yellow side. So is it, is it like um, luminescent light or like the thing that it's painted or like what... No, 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 there's just light, like, there's, like, burning oil torches and things right, around the sure. city. Um, and they burn different colours. Uh, no, the buildings themselves are painted. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you can just see the colour being reflected by the sure. burning torches. That makes sense. Buddy, I'm trying to write. And the moonlight. Or consider. Con consider head it. scratches uh, right now. More? More? <laughs> No. 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 Uh, yeah. What do you guys do? Here you are. Towards you're in the you're in the city. We are in the city. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Run Hi. over. Right in the middle of where everybody, everybody goes. I mean, about as well as expected. Well, yeah. It's right. In We're the not currently arrested. Arrested. So I think better than expected, really. Do we want to find? The place, place to stay. To, we're staying, or the human captives. Um, I feel like we should get more information because I feel like as soon as we go to find the human captives, 
we're going to cause a ruckus and we're going to have to run away. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> so we should probably sp- spend the night thinking about our plan of action. Solid. We've got to plan a heist. Yeah. Can we, uh, can, can, can we follow directions effectively enough to, uh, find the, the place? You said that it was near the point, so it can't be too Somewhere difficult to find. Somewhere around here, in the Aeon section, right? Mm-hmm. In the Aeon section. Confederacy. Um, do they have, like, a, I feel like we should go to a bar and get information. Oh, bar. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're right near a really large one. I know. As you... Let's let's go into the politically neutral bar. (laughs) Mm, I wouldn't describe it that way. As you are walking through the um, crowds, you start to hear coo um, sort of... Their little little cooing noise. Yeah, you named it coo. Even, and it makes a cooing noise yeah, yeah. so nice and confusing um, <laughs> you start to hear Koo, uh, Koo's little cooing noises change into more of a um, a, a growl and then um, uh, uh, like uh, an animal walks by you and there's a, like, it's kind of like a um, camel bull is how I would describe it it's like if camels were bred to be livestock instead of riding animals um, sort of walks past you and there's like a heavily decked out uh, gentleman in splendid robes on top of him walking by and you hear coo change from this nice little cooing noise into this kookaburra howl <sighs> as the thing goes by uh, and you see coo's little dog mouth like stretch open and it's needle point teeth uh flash in the night as uh, as it makes this kookaburra howl at the thing walking past it. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Hey there, little buddy. Settle, settle down. Chillax, my dude. <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. Uh, who, who was the person on the thing? Some dude. Some dude? More than a big, huge, scary animal. Yeah. But you know, the, the two are probably you know are both important. Mm. Uh, but you, well, you, I'll start. you make, he knows you make effort to calm Koo down. Mm, of course. Pat him. Little claws hook into your 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 uniform. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It wants to apparently be ups, uh, <laughs> and it is the size of a pit bull. <laughs> Carrying a big dog. Yeah, yeah, we can do it, that. It demands, demands to be held. It wants hugs. Yeah, this place is bad and Very scary nice to it. It's not used to all these people and smells. <laughs> the ground's too hard. Can't burrow. Can't escape. Can't escape. Trapped. <laughs> Knew I should have listened to my to my sister. Never should have gone off adventuring with these <laughs> with this earthling. <laughs> Look, you know, whatever. Should have stayed in my burrow and worked the mines. So cool. <laughs> oh, what's up it's with the gym? The big the big scary animal. I mean, it's not that scary to you guys. It's a weird desert cow I say that thing. Just, I say that just because I've just witnessed who freaking out. 
nuts. Soccer. <laughs> Wilfred just screaming in the background. I don't think the listeners can hear. Um, It'd be funny if they could. It probably sounds like indistinct voices. Oh, um, amazing. It was, ah, oh, dragons. <laughs> ah, yes, dragons. Uh, there might be. Uh, yeah, Sucker has taken roost <laughs> on like a uh, overhang of a uh, like a sunshade of a building nearby. Does he attract very much attention? You know, when we're in some heaps. And stuff? Yeah, there are other weird bird things around. Okay, it's more. His, if he was flying, he'd attract more attention because he has a has golden you know, wings. wings now, actually, he can fly fine, but he's got those golden yeah. scars permanently now. Hmm. Not apologizing. That's how it's no, meant to work. Can't wait Very to draw. aesthetically approves. Hmm. I can't you. wait to draw uh, Sarko with those. But yes, if you are asking Sarko a question, you'll have to signal him over. Oh well, it can wait. Well, no, yeah, it can I'm wait. sure. Let's head into the <laughs> the bar in the middle of town. The bar. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it doesn't appear to have a name on it, uh, probably because, because it's right in the middle of the town, it doesn't need one. Uh, but Sucker's you, like, what, why are they walking to the embassy? Like, that's the last <laughs> place you want to go. But you guys walk into this pub, and it appears that the actual bar is a circle in the middle of the structure, yep. and everybody's like standing in their nation's quadrant. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> yelling oh, across yeah. the lines and the singing of, like, national songs. If this was if this was set during the Napoleonic era, we'd probably hear some British sailors singing about Spanish ladies. Yes, you do. Yes, Could you it do. be chaos if people from the Aeon started going into... No, you see people walking across. Oh, okay. It's just that, like, you know, you choose your segment. Yeah. You know. Right, well, where. Those with national pride stay in their segment, otherwise, people just, you know, wander Float. about. Well, we're looking for a place in Aeon, so let's head there. Ooh. Or we could um, go and make friends with some triumvirate people mm. because we don't know very much yes, about Yes, make them. me remember the things I said about the triumvirate last run. I think there was. I think it was three political families that, like, Control a section? I think I it's something like that. Write it down. I like that. Name it's something like that. Changing. What? I I keep hearing hearing the word. Is it triumvirant? It's triumvirant or triumvirate. It depends on how you choose to pronounce it. Pronounce it. I keep switching between the two. Okay. Let's go Aeon. 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 You could just call them the Issians. Cuts that problem out for uh, So yeah, you're you're in the Aeon area. Yep. And you don't. You, you try, I mean, I guess you have some currency because you traded your fish. Yeah. They give you mostly rations, and they probably would have given you a few odds and ends to be used as valuables. No trade bracelets in this setting. We need um. We need some money for our accommodation, though. That's true. Unless we. How much money would? We have left after getting clothes and rations. I don't even know how much the accommodation is actually. We probably should have checked that out. Well, we're trying to find it. No, I mean, asked him. Oh, right, yeah. We were traveling with him. Um, it was a busy evening. Yeah. True. 
Hey man, remember that time where we scared those bandits off for a year? That was in your own interest, and you got books out of it. Ah. I will not be tricked. Well, let's not tarry here, you know, with buying drinks and stuff. Let's just ask somebody for directions and then... Get some uh, rumors, maybe. Yeah. Did you guys find out what the Web in the Horns people's religion was called, by the way? No, she didn't tell us, I don't think. Good, sweet, just wasn't... uh, Just just means I know what to refer to those people as if you see them. Uh, So you actually do see uh, three uh, old men, um, one with a deep sort of... uh, brownish black marbled skin um, and uh, like moose antlers Um, another uh, man with uh, greyish blue skin with um, little stubby goat horns uh, and a, another uh, gentleman with a very bright yellow skin with a rhino horn. Cool. Uh, and they are, and they have uh, spider webs uh, strung between them. Uh, the rhino horn guy seems to have. It's almost like uh, the spider web is wrapped around the horn, and you see a few bugs crawling on it. Hey, buddy. This is a good place to be because I don't really need to use my paper. Let's definitely go talk to them. And, They're having a drink. Um, the cool kids. And do we know the um? Do we do we know the name of the lady that we met before? Like the old woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have her um, matron of time. Um, because let's. Um, Jin just learnt to use Lady Susan. Uh, <laughs> Lazy Susan. Lady Susan. Lady Susan. Yeah, let's let's introduce ourselves. Crown and Princess be like, of the Spinning Isles. Hey, do you know Matron Latara? Is that what you say as you walk up to them? Do you trail off awkwardly like that? <laughs> exactly like that. It was actually perfect. The guy, the guy with the rhino horn and the yellow skin sort of like... What? Says, uh, what? Yeah, more, more, sure, more. What? <laughs> right, and you notice that there are a few other Earthlings around serving uh... people. So he, so he didn't really hear you properly and thought you were asking if you needed another drink. I'm going to get you that other drink. <laughs> I'm going to go walking t- into the back. Yeah, actually, this isn't so bad. We'll just bring them a <laughs> drink and then be like, as if I see to them. So you hey. walk back towards the bar in yeah. the middle of the room? And, yeah. and just get directions to the place. All right. You're going to buy a picture of something? Yeah. And I'm going to say it's on them. Buy a picture on of them. something. Brilliant. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, they wanted another drink. <laughs> Someone hands you the jug. Nice work. I'm just gonna bring it back over to them. You guys are just standing awkwardly. Well, well, we we might just you know take a couple of steps back and listen to what they're saying. Like, See? um, yeah. well, well kids. Well, the problem with Prince Julian is that uh, he plays too rough at court. You know, if he wants to get any traction. 
with the houses of the West, he's, he's just gonna have to he's gonna have to apply a softer touch. Like, well, I actually like Prince Julian's, you know, rough housing at court. I think I think it does well, you know. I remember the days when disputes used to be settled with duels. Ah, it was a good time. We had tougher politicians then. You know, they, they knew what they were doing. Now everyone's all soft and flabby. Like this one. And he slaps the yellow-skinned rhino man. And like, I'd like to quickly lean over to Ira and be like, Prince Julian? Question mark? I'm not from the Confederacy. So he's a Confederacy person? Yes. Okay. Well, I just obviously. need to know where to put him in my list. Okay. <laughs> Prince Julian, who is apparently trying to convince the Houses of the West to do something. Prince. Um, and, but the, the, the webs in the horns is an, an Aeon thing. That's no. a that's uh, religious, a, yeah, some religious thing. These guys are just sitting in the Aeon area. Yeah. Hmm. Be- For all you know, they might uh, they might be a political conversations club, and they are color coded their conversation. Well, we're in the Aeon section today, so we're going to talk about Aeon politics. <laughs> yep. Tonight we're drinking Aeon ales. Thanks, we will drink triumvirate wines. Followed by uh, Aries whiskeys. You know what? I was a hard drinker, apparently. (laughs) I would love to get more information out of these guys about the web hordes and stuff, but I wonder whether this isn't the place to get it. Let's ask one of the other Earthlings, the Earthling slaves, like people. Let's ask them for directions. Just, you know, sidle up and be like... Are they really slaves? I mean, Earthlings are built to serve. It is their role. All right. (laughs) They are naturally subservient uh, people. Sounds like us. So are there any any other Earthlings who are, like, waiting on this table? Because, you know, I'm pretending to Dotto is doing their job for them at the moment. As Dotto starts to walk back towards you guys, you do see a um, tall uh, man with a kind of pastel red uh, skin. Is very, very, very light colour, which tells you that he's probably an earthling. He doesn't have any horns or anything like that, and he looks mostly like a person. Yeah. Uh, he's got um, the heads of the side of his head uh, is shaved on one side and in tight braids on the other. Um, and he's sort of sitting alone. Uh, he seems to be eating. Um, uh, some kind of stew. Sure. Okay, well, you can stay here and listen to the old people's sure, conversation, and I'll uh, head over to this guy and uh, just, like, sit down and be like... I mean, I'm concerned about the Brickmakers Union. You know, they've been they've been getting really uppity lately. I'm worried about a resurgence of uh, bricketism. Uh... <laughs> You know, that was really rough back in the 260s. We don't really want more of that. What year is it, Ira? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, the Confederacy has a weird unit of time. I don't know it. <laughs> Why do you have different 
measures of time. That makes no sense. As you remember Chinese lunar timekeeping and European oh, fucking yeah. George whatever timekeeping. Right, Europeans that we have been like. <laughs> Gregorian calendar, what does that mean? Gorgons don't have calendars. Um... Meanwhile, mean, <laughs> meanwhile in space, <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of new here. Can you tell us how to get to whatever the place is called, the that hotel that we want to get to? Um, I'm assuming that we <laughs> hotel know. Hotel California. <laughs> well, so could I ask, what's what was the description of this man again? He's just a man, or he's a human with pastel red skin. Okay. His pastel red is more pink. Okay, you can continue now. I don't know. Yeah. Looks like somebody spilt red dye all over him and he's in the process of scrubbing it off. <laughs> <laughs> it is not bright and vibrant like all the other people of uh, wherever. And that he doesn't have horns or antlers or anything. Um, so you're walking over towards him. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's eating a stew. You can kind of smell it from here. It's got a. It's rich with spices. Cool. I. So I walk up to him and I'm like, you know, we're we're really new here. Can can you help us out? He looks to you though. Yeah. Take a seat. Um. Well, you see. Did you did you recently escape? He sees your brand. Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just out, you know, doing some odd jobs. <laughs> I say convincingly. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to turn you in. Well, that's that's a relief because you know, nobody would get anything by by doing because that. Because you're on an, you're running an errand for your. Yeah. That's, for your master, of course. Yes, true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he t- he tears kind of a bulbous, uh, muffiny bread roll thing. He hands you a piece. Have you eaten um, since you went out on your errand? Um, I gratefully accept his bread roll. Um, uh, I normally just put the whole thing in my mouth at that point. Do what I want. I mean, you do you. I'm just, you know. Like when you had your first kebab, I am advising of a possible technique. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have no problem with how Caitlin's doing because I did it exactly the same way. You guys do you. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like you were having a bit of a messy issue with the plum. They're very large plums. They are quite large plums. No pun intended. So. <laughs> um, uh, we're looking for a establishment, a hotel near um, the tip in Aeon side that is sympathetic to Earthlings. Huh. Well, uh, I can take you there when I'm done with my meal. That would be great. Also... (laughs) Do you know where they keep captured uh, earthlings? He leans in close and and says, Look over your shoulder. 
I do. You see uh, a few men uh, in the uh, Queen uh, Ares section of the bar <gasps> in uh, sort of black armor with like polished silver bits coming through, almost like their armor is meant to depict like a starry night. Uh, not the painting, a, a star-filled <laughs> sky. There we go. But it would be so much more. That would be way fucking cooler. Um, he says, considering the soldiers in this room, you probably don't want to ask those questions too loudly. Oh uh, yeah, fair, fair, fair point. If you are, if your master sent you on an errand to purchase more earthlings <laughs> then uh, I will not stop you but I have no wish to engage in such an action uh, and I I don't think that uh, I don't think that my family would much care to harbour such an individual that would engage in such an act I understand alright Is there a reason that your friend is eavesdropping on the acolytes? <laughs> no, not really, no. Doctor arrives with the picture of ale. Harry's just really interested in whatever they do. And you sit it down. Um, and they, they keep talking about the... the Look, it's probably some sort of code. I'm sure there's a useful piece of information there somewhere. They keep talking about the brickites and the... Brickalists and <laughs> so many bricks. The Brick Rebellion. <laughs> Look, it's really interesting for a cubist artist. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Brick Makers and Layers Guild revolted uh, and tried to redistribute the wealth of the Confederacy. Are you getting what these guys are an analogy for yet? <laughs> uh. It did, did it didn't go too well, and they were they were their their little rebellion was suppressed. Here you go, guys. Here's drink. Thank 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 you. Slides you the coin. Thank you. You made some money. Yeah. (laughs) You stole some money. (laughs) (laughs) If you put that in your pocket. And any of the other weights see. I'm gonna pretend to be a waitress. Okay. Are you like, gonna go put that money in the till? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how this world works. We're just like, that's oh, a tip, okay. Yeah, it's a tip. Well, we just stay out of trouble until Pink Skinned Man finishes his stew, alright? Is that too much to ask? Yeah. I'm just going to pretend to be a wait- waitress, a new waitress. Uh, as you're, as I mean, I'm literally just standing here with Ira. Uh, as as uh, as you walk away or whatever, the um, the guy with the moose antlers turns to you and says, "You come here, come here, you in the in the cloak, Ertley, come come closer." Yeah. You have a name? What do you call yourself? Ari. Do you have a real name, Ari? Your magical uh, name. Airy. <laughs> I'm not going to say my magical name. You're a very... Number 126. Very or... nice master to keep your earth name. Uh, tell me, what, what do you think of these 
these rebels, these these rabble rousers that that seem to want to destabilize uh, uh, the Confederacy. Rebel scum. Hmm. You know, do you have thoughts? Have thoughts on their their claims that they are being oppressed? Well, that they're having their freedoms taken. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> why should we? Why should we worry about uh, about these people when they don't even care about political matters? They don't even take the time to educate themselves. You can go now. Yes, you should probably keep that opinion at all times. Don't suspect anything. <laughs> yeah, you fucking. <laughs> Yes, there will not be a slave rebellion tonight. The night of the Longhorns. It's better that they don't expect us to be smart. Um, then they'll be surprised. I mean, don't you think that Our Lady, perhaps one of the other gentlemen is saying, don't you think that perhaps the 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 sentiment behind Our Lady's teaching the the. The, the spirit of the word is more important than the actual pieces she left behind and their, their literal interpretation. I think perhaps the spirit of the teachings is the more important aspect. It's like, no, I don't. I think that literally the only thing that matters are the actual things she said. If she wanted us to do other things, she would have told us to. She understood our people. She understood the way we thought and believed. She would have laid out for us different instruction if that had been the case. Uh, yes, yes, but one of her teachings Christians. is for us to engage in creative act and to try and think for ourselves and expand and explore ourselves. So why would that not extend to coming up with new ways to work in her light? And like, well, well, yet again, we arrive at your oversimplistic idealism. I say, uh, close by, cl clearing the table. Is, sorry, which one is the one that is saying the... Which one is the asshole, and which one is the good person? Yeah. The enlightened <laughs> person. Um... <laughs> The guy that's all about stick to the exact wording is Moose Man, Moose Horns, uh, and the one that uh, the ones that are opposing him are the other two. They're both sort of switching on and off. You were saying? I was I was just gonna say, um, while I'm like pretending to clear a table, um, I say, oh, um, but I thought. Um, like create creativity and whatnot was like not allowed. Who's why teach teach it and <laughs> such. The the uh, loose headed guy kind of rolls, and then the guy with the rhino horn turns to you with the he's with his yellow skin. It's like we're we're acolytes. We we follow a different path. We have a different truth to that of the others. We don't see creativity as deviant, although we. We try not to express it openly. Um, we respect others' desires not to see the acts of creation. Uh, but we ourselves engage in it. We just do it in the privacy of our own homes. So as not to upset the masses. What is, what is your creed? What do you create? 
We all create the same thing. We tend to our garden. And he gestures to the web on his horns. Like cultivating the spiders, we can uh, cultivate their web. It is an act of creation that subverts the traditionally banned forms, as it were. As it is the spider that is creating it, even though we goad the spider down certain paths. That's cool. Uh, it's a way of circumventing uh, other religious laws. That's pretty cool. I never thought of it that so way. How can, how, can, how can one blame a spider for tending its web? It's true. Spiders are very naturally creative. I like... Um, I have a new love of spiders now. Hurtlings. <laughs> Actually, nibbling on whatever's on this. <laughs> did, you just, did you just put your plum seed in your mouth or did you eat a wheat bit thing? Wheat bit. Okay. Because they look similar from a distance at that speed. <laughs> so you just like. So <laughs> you just like chokes on, you know, the leftover scraps on one of the plates. She's trying to. Oh, that's, that's not a rum and raisin ball, that's a rock. <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> gentleman gets a bit further into his stew. He reaches out towards you and calls. Uh, I am. Um, I'm Citrigan. Um, I'm Heather. Citrus and Etrigan. Have a go. Is that your Ert name? Ah, oh, my, my, my parents are. My parents are native of here. Oh, Third generation has, and beyond, has the skin tone of similar to that of the people from here. Even if, even, it's a strange phenomenon, even if your family line is all earthlings all the way down, you still seem to adapt this colour. Hmm. Wow. Well, they're very, very new. Yes, that much is obvious. <laughs> You seem to have done well for yourself. You seem to have supplies and... It's... Yeah. Your master, I'm sure. Mm, yes. Mm. Mm. Long, long story. Your friends seem to be enjoying the company of the Acolytes, even though they are being insulted. Look, you know, we're, we're not too precious about that sort of thing. <laughs> but the Acolytes, what organisation do they represent? Organisation? Well, we met, we met some... Of? Yeah, we met some in another town. So are they, are they part of the same group? Or they're they're kind of a religious sect. Most people worship the creators to a degree, the early creators. You know, um, now they are now most try to uh, capture uh, any newcomers for fear that they will corrupt the work of those that came before. No doubt you've encountered the ban on arts of creation. Um, generally they mean high art. Obviously people are allowed to perform pottery. Hmm. People, you, as you can hear, people sing. And yet, 
but how to did... perform a to to make a sculpture, to paint a scene, even to uh, even if you were to try and make a technical drawing, all these things are banned, are deemed blasphemous. How did worship of creators turn into hunting them down? Well, it's a long story, but the short version is that a few centuries ago, a group of creators uh, dis- attempted to dismantle the kingdoms that their predecessors had built. Uh, it fractured nation-states, and the uh, great kingdoms of before became these warring uh, city well, not city-states, these warring smaller kingdoms we have now, such as the Confederacy, the Queen's group, and the Triumvirate. Uh, once they were all mere uh, states of a larger whole. Well, a larger... Not a whole. There were three, four before. Hmm. If you count the city itself. But that's all gone now. Uh, so, in order to preserve what they have left, they capture creators and prevent further corruption of the divine works of the forebears. Are there people who live in the city? Uh, some. Uh, I assumed it was abandoned. To a degree, there are sort of a rotating pilgrimage of people. People visit, stay for a few years, and then move on. There's no industry there. There's no no agriculture. It's hard to acquire food. There's not much to do. But people go there to try and get closer to the divine and uh, understand the plans that the creators set out for us before uh, the newer versions began arriving. And is that... Are, are the acolytes similar? An interpretation of those... The acolytes follow the teachings of a specific creator. Uh, the lady. Yes, uh, lady uh, Kinomoto. I would like to just... I assume they'll probably say the same thing, but... I would like to ask the acolytes who exactly this lady that they were um, talking about is, so I know as well. Lady, Ki- lady Kinomoto, uh, the she left us, she left us great works of art to teach us to better ourselves uh, through their study and understanding of her techniques and her and her and her medium. What is her medium? Um, can we do a past lives check? Like, you can totally do a past lives check to try and channel... Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, as, as previous established in our fiction, it's... Uh, so, before you guys roll, yeah. how are you trying to channel these? Is it something that just washes over you suddenly? Um, or are you actually actively trying to connect? Because you have seen this happen before, where previous um, creator uh, beings have like connected with you. I think I, I triggered one. One took yeah. over your body. As a, as a shift. Um, I, I am envisaging like you, I hear the name and there's like this kind of flash back like drawn into the experience or like the kind of overview mm-hmm. of that person. Uh, based on the mystical energies that brought us here or whatnot. Alright, so we'll have a go. 
I get an eight. Um, you get a clue about something magical that's going on, though it's a little vague or inaccurate. Um, so you see a uh, woman who you instinctively know is uh, instinctively know is Kinamoto. As you uh, look at her, she's wearing uh, like the a kind of like a kimono. Um, but it has a lot of, it looks like it's covered in Renaissance, uh, paintings Mm -hmm. rather than any kind of Asian art. Um, and you see her, uh, sort of, you see her, um, pulling something through the air, um, and it looks like a big, huge glob of uh, plaster. And then your voice, but seemingly not your voice, shouts out, Kinemoto, what are you doing? They, How will this help these people? We are only making their lives worse by interfering. We should be focusing on returning home. And then uh, she turns to you and says, I trust that we were brought here to better these people's lives. Uh, that this is not some cruel cosmic joke like you seem to believe. Uh, and she starts to lay the plaster into the ground around uh, pouring it into this massive inset iron ring. She's filling up the inside and you realise that that's the iron ring you saw outside that seems to encircle the closer part of the city. That sounds a little bit like you. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Was anyone else trying to channel the past? I did. Do I need to roll again? You need to describe for me how this is happening. Okay. So, like, what happens to you? Is it like a, is it like a sudden uh, episode? Are you actively trying to engage in this thing? Does your character know that this is this is their goal, or? Well, as as the acolytes acolytes are describing her. Um, I sort of, I sort of get a sudden shock vision in my in my body, showing me images, something. Something. Of what did you get on your roll? Two sixes. Two fucking out. You gain a deep insight into a magical matter before you. You may add one to a future roll to do something magical. You see. A, um, you see a bright, glowing storm shaped like a bird, um, searching out something, and then you see, uh, this, you see the sun, you see Mercury and Venus and Earth, you see, uh, the moon, you draw in closer and you see, uh, you see, it looks like Earth, but the continents are all wrong. There's like three continents. And then you, uh, see, uh, it sort of flicker flash, like a flick book. Uh, through various images of Earth at various geological stages. 
and you see a uh, and then you see a close-up almost like a satellite photography of India and then you see uh, a swarm of birds sort of swirl down through the Indus Valley and uh, collect people seemingly uh, but at the same time as it looks like this flock of birds it also looks like a storm or a great wind or a monsoon uh, and then it shifts and you see this storm of birds moving through uh, uh, through it and uh, and then all of a sudden, you are standing in this bar. Huh. That looks familiar. I mean, that I say, I don't say him out loud. There we go, don't you stand there stupefied. <laughs> Sorry, I was just mesmerized by your description. I don't care, says the guy with the moose horns. Oh, more drink, about it. please. Okay, I'll go get you more drink. My goodness, this latest serving of Ertlings. I hope Ares brings back some better, better. Offerings. There's the word I was looking for. Jesus Christ. I mutter under my breath. Oh, moose bag. Um, do they, do they actually answer what, um, medium lady yes uh, primarily sculpture worked in metals and ceramics a lot of plaster as she got closer to her end her sculpture became more esoteric you're actually standing inside of one of her works right now she leveled a whole section of the city to build it It is one of the great mysteries of the lady. It's why we it's why we spend every evening drinking in this establishment. It's right at the center of her piece. Maybe it was I'd like to look down. This <laughs> looks like a wooden floor. Maybe it was supposed to bring the three um, together. And I would also like to roll my my thing. Go for it. Describe how it happens. Um. So as I look down, uh, I'd like to begin. To see, not necessarily beneath the wood, but uh, you know, the images of the past seem to spread out underneath. You see the big true true. The big what? Quote from Cloud Atlas. Cloud oh, Atlas is so great. I fucking love that movie. Uh, seven. I don't know. You get a clue about something magical that's going on, but it's a little vague. Cool. Um, or an effort. You see vague or inaccurate. Okay. Um, well, how can something be... Oh, I suppose it can be a little inaccurate. Or so, for example, um, you might see um, a... So, for example, you might see, like, a wave of destroy a town, but that wave isn't necessarily literally a wave. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, you see a woman in a kimono, um, fires burning in the city around her, um, feverishly working uh, at hand to carve something into uh, 
almost like a fresco into the ground beneath her. She's uh, kneeling on this half-dried plaster, feverishly working, and you see uh, you see uh, buildings falling all around you. Huh. Wow. Destruction everywhere. Uh, and then uh, you guys hear uh, kind of a steel drum sound, but um, a, a a building rhythm uh, come from the segment of Queen Aries in this bar. And in walks a gentleman in... Uh, actually, let's go for a woman. In walks a large uh, woman in, like... Uh, she's got a heavy breastplate on and kind of a metal-segmented scale armor kind of skirt. Uh, it has that black field with the silver stars on it. Uh, and she has uh, a... Uh, Two men walk in behind her with flags, sort of billowing, and a gentleman walks in with the drum. You can see that there's a bunch of soldiers out behind her, uh, and she has a kind of a Roman, uh, actually more of a Greek Corinthian helm, so the one with the horsehair crest that runs along from back to front, because Roman's on her side to side, because it looks fucking dumb, and Romans are stupid. Uh, <laughs> Well, Ira should know who this is. Yeah. Ira, do you know who this is? Uh, I do. That is the... Yeah. (laughs) uh, Well, she's about to be announced. Uh, She steps in, and then the person playing the drum stops, and one of the people with the flag uh, shouts out, Look upon the resplendent visage! Of Supreme Marshal Iraq. <laughs> I R A. Uh huh. C K. Okay. Actually, it's probably another A. It's probably A K. Hang on, I'm I'm lacking space in my uh, Queen Aries section. Well, there's a lot. You've been running into a lot of Queen Aries people. I R A. Iraq. As opposed to Iraq. Okay, so it was Supreme Marshal Iraq. Marshal. I've spelled it I R A K. I R A C K? I would go A K. I R A K? Yeah, that's it. To, I'd also, if I was writing, I'd also put a hyphen in there so that I know that there's a weird pause before the A K. Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. Iraq. I apostrophe Iraq. Yeah, probably an apostrophe. Mm, you know, not as devoted to writing things properly as others, so I just do whatever I need to do so that I say the thing. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I probably have to have it written properly, considering the thing that I'm doing. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and she steps forward and takes off a helmet, and you see uh, that she has no antlers. In fact, she has very pale blue features. Mm. 
Pale, not P A I L. <laughs> she has a bucket. <laughs> She's got a bucket helm. She's an ogre. She sort of steps in, and you hear the chinking of metal uh, boots and scale as she steps forward. She says, uh, apparently. So the illustrious creators that arrived with the current storm, with the recent storm, <coughs> have attacked our walls. <laughs> More specifically, have attacked your walls and points to Confederacy segment. We should switch sides. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, this is exactly what they wouldn't expect. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> At least we split up. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We only look Queen like three girls. Ares has a bounty. It's true, we look like three girls and one girl. <laughs> Queen Ares has a that's bounty out for these creators. We do not care from which politic you hail. You will be rewarded the same as if you were a loyal subject of the Queen. All we care about is getting our hands on these blasphemous demons. Demons? Rude. Rude. So rude. <laughs> they have burned a settlement to the ground. I mean... That's the first one, not the one <laughs> that you just made friends in. I was like, what? They have led another settlement in open rebellion against all authority. I mean, oh, God fair. was being kind of sassy. I think he would have led the rebellion. <laughs> uh, and now they come to destroy what peace we have made for ourselves here. We're just walking through. They are corruptors of order. Beings of chaos. You owe them no loyalty. And then, like, the bar is silent and yeah. still. She walks... Is she done? Yeah. She walks towards... She walks towards the other people uh, with her arm, armor. She says, All leave is cancelled for Stardust Dragoons. You are to return to your barracks immediately okay. to receive orders. And they all sort of groan uh, with annoyance. Our lives are black abyss. As they get up and file out of the uh, tavern, and she walks towards the center of the bar, and one of the bartenders offers her a drink. She grabs it. It's still very quiet. Everyone seems to not want to say anything. Uh, you can see the acolytes sort of leaning in to one another, putting their heads down. She walks towards the table that you're sitting at, Ella. Oh no. Oh no. Oh crap. She oh, looks, no. uh, and your back is to her, but you can hear her footsteps getting closer and closer. She stops and looks I towards would like to, her alone. I would like yeah. to walk, walk up to her brand. to ask her if she would like a drink. Any, anything else. <laughs> Sorry, anything, not a drink, anything else. You're going to walk up to her right now? Yeah. Oh. So oh, she's just about to open her mouth when you say, 
would you like anything else with that drink? Take a trauma. <laughs> and she slaps you across the face. <laughs> and you fall to the ground on your knees. She says, I will ask if I need anything from you. I beg your pardon. I was just figured out. Citrigan. Just ask. This kind of nods at her. Like, I hope that your family is not harboring these creators. And he looks right at you, Heather. He says, uh, no, I would not dream uh, to pin the Confederacy against the Queen through such a selfish action. Totally does. And uh, she sort of nods and starts to walk away and then looks back at you, Dotto, and says, you should remember your place, Outlander. My apologies. If you are lucky... Your children may rise to a similar rank as myself, but only if you learn to behave. She walks out of the bar. You're right. Oh, so rude. Traitor to her own race-ish thing. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Good bitch. I knew, right? Just being nice to her. Trauma from the backhand. backhand that, that, that's that's rough. <laughs> okay. I like you a lot better, Ira. Mm. Her, she's it's not. Mm. Yes, the <laughs> mm. the Stardust dragoons have a different way of doing things. Not betraying that I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are uh, they were mercenaries former bandits that rose up to become a great powerful army and helped the various kingdoms from time to time constantly switching sides until Iraq took control of them and pledged them eternally to the service of Ares. They're her new favourites. Is that some jealousy I detect that angle? Mm, some, per- some, some professional rivalry. <laughs> you know, when your queen banishes all of her honour guard and hires a foreign service to perform that role. It's a bit, you know. What were they called, sorry? the Stardust Dragoons. And I reckon we should get out of this place as quickly as possible. Yeah, boy. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Citrigan stands up and says, Well, suddenly I'm no longer hungry. What do you say? Shall we hit the road? You said you were looking for accommodation. So- Grab your friends. Let's go. <laughs> Starts walking purposefully to the door. He's done with this place. As are we. We yep. follow swiftly. Yep. Uh, and um, Ellery, do you have quiet tonight? No. Does anyone have anything in on this evening? No. Nope. Alright, cool. I'm keeping my gold coin. <laughs> yeah, you fucking pocket that money and walk the fuck out. Um, and so, uh, I think we'll, uh, end it there. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we'll call it there uh, for now because um, that's a pretty good place to end it. Uh, so, what do you guys think of that one? <laughs> I thought that we successfully did an espionage, which <laughs> is just unheard of. Wow. Better information gathering than our uh, than our gang. Yeah. We successfully walked into a city. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough, but we got there. And actually, it's probably the first time that we've healed as much damage as we've sustained. True. Back backhand aside. Uh, <laughs> All right. Cool. Oh man. Oh. Poor, poor Sophie, she's gonna get all the trauma shifts. <laughs> it happens. Hey. Hey. Sometimes you just. I just had to earn her. Look, it eye. adds. It adds character. Iraq. 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 Right, Brie. Cool. Well, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>